Welcome to the Silver and Mature Womanpreneur Podcast, a podcast for and by women over 50, providing faith-building strategies for female entrepreneurs looking to achieve higher levels of productivity, capacity, and growth, where we strive to focus on God's agenda while building our businesses to serve our community with excellence. Welcome to the podcast. Today I have the pleasure of having Lori Kors on the show. She's a wellness coach, she is a health coach, and she provides one-on-one and group coaching as well as she serves corporate clients. Now, I've known Lori for about three we met at least three or four years ago at a Christian Entrepreneurs Retreat. And so I've had the pleasure of meeting her in person. She's an amazing woman of God, and she definitely brings, uh, brings it because not only is she a wellness and health coach, she's actually pretty good. She's got some pretty good dance moves. And so welcome to the show, Lori. Uh, it's been a while since we've chatted, and um, it's it's been at least what three or four years since we've seen each other in person. But welcome yeah. to the show. Thank you for coming to the Silver and Mature Womanpreneur Show. How have you been? Thank. You. Oh, really good, Aldrima. Since the last time we saw each other, uh, business has been growing and evolving as the Lord, you know, leads and. Um, I cannot complain whatsoever, and it has been. It's been a few years since we saw each other in Utah in that beautiful, beautiful uh, retreat house. <laughs> yes. Thank you for having me. Oh, no, it's, it is definitely my pleasure. And so for the sake of introducing you to the audience, um, let us know a little bit about what you do as a wealth excuse me, wellness, I keep putting, I keep putting those two words together, wealth, <laughs> but well, I like that. wellness, <laughs> yeah, because it does impact your, um, your, uh, your wealth, your wellness it and does. your health does impact your wealth. How about that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so let's talk about that because there are, you know, a lot of you know, wellness and health coach, coach professionals. And so tell me a little bit about what you do and what transformations you help your clients get. Oh, sure. I'd be happy to. Um, yes, I, my um, coaching business started about six and a half years ago, and I was, I was still working full-time for um, an organic food manufacturer. I was in customer service there. Um, learned a ton about the food industry, uh, organic and conventional there, label reading, all kinds of things. And I became a health coach uh, while working full-time and quit there about um, April 2018. Um, But what I specialize in, and again, it's evolved over time, but what I really love to do, um, what I specialize in, is helping people um, with their daily habit. Um, it's, it's kind of digging in deep and just uh, where can we make changes to your everyday habits that will, um, you know, it, it's a journey and it eventually gets you to your, the weight loss goals that you have. Um, I help people conquer emotional eating, 
which, you know, leads to weight gain and all kinds of issues, all kinds of health issues, um, getting that under control. And it's just empowering people and um, one little step at a time so there's no overwhelm. When we get overwhelmed with too many changes, uh, that's when we don't do anything (laughs) or Mm -hmm. we do the all or nothing thinking (laughs) where, uh, you know, oh, I blew it this meal, so forget the whole week. You mm-hmm. know, for just forget it. I, I, I'm a failure. I am no good at this. Here we go again. And it's, it's no, no, no. Let's just look at it differently. So it's kind of it's also breaking that all or nothing thinking and changing mindsets. Um, I work with pe- people on a spiritual and emotional level as well. Um, mm-hmm. I really don't do meal plans. So... I dig a little deeper with people, and um, the transformation has just been 30 pounds dropped. Um, oh, one lady, 22 total inches, and she was still losing inches. Even when COVID hit, we had stopped working with each other right, you know, like December 2019. And she said, I checked in with her uh I think April of 2020 said, gosh, how are you doing? And she said, you know what? I am still, I kept my weight off and I'm still losing inches because now I'm running and hiking just to get out of the house. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So that, I'll tell you, there is nothing more rewarding than seeing people literally transform their lives. That's, Mm. That's really what I'm, my yeah. goal yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. i know <clears throat> i'm sorry were you gonna no 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 <laughs> okay okay wanted to make sure that that you didn't have another thought there i don't want to interrupt <laughs> uh Thanks. so as we were you know prior to us you know the recording started you were talking about the fact that you had your own health journey how, how did you how did that impact you and what was that health journey? What did that look like and how did that get you to where you are now and what you're doing to help others reach, you know, the transformation result, transformational results that they're seeing? Yeah, sure. Well, mine really started um, with a diagnosis, uh, autoimmune um, diagnosis in the year 2000. I was a stay-at-home mom with two small children um, and um, just really stressed out, a lot of things going on. Um, And I believe uh, what, you know, looking back, hindsight is what, 2020? Mm -hmm. Looking back and also I wasn't in nutrition school back then. So after having all of, you know, the schooling and all of the other research I've done and just living life, um, what I feel like happened is I was very stressed out at the time for a lot of different reasons, uh, some relationship issues, you know, just having two little kids, they, you know, all mm-hmm. kinds of things. Um, so between the stress and uh, relationship strains um, and I'm feeling frumpy, you know, stay-at-home mom, I just like grazing. So, you know, you're feeding the kids, it seems like, all the time. And so um, I don't know if anyone out there can identify, but, you know, you're making the kids their 
sandwiches. You, you eat a bite or two of whatever. You're giving them goldfish. You pop a few in your mouth. And by the time you know it, you're gaining some in your middle and wasn't feeling like myself. And so I thought, well, back then, um, the low-carb craze was going on. So I thought, oh, well, that's an easy way, right? We always want the easy way out, right? Mm-hmm. We don't want to deal with the emotional issues or whatever else is going on. Um, so I put myself on this low-carb diet. The doctor even said, you, you don't even need to do that. And I was like, oh, what does he know? <laughs> he knew a lot, right? <laughs> Looking back, I should have listened. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, yeah, so what I did was um, I don't eat a lot of red meat. Well, I said, oh, my gosh, well, I can have, you know, more protein, less car. You know, you got to fill that gap. Anytime you back away from one of your macros, which is carbs, fats, or proteins, you got to, you have to eat more of, the, of another one or the other mm-hmm. two. So I was eating a lot more fat and protein. And a lot of it in the form of um, red meat. And I was a huge um, fan of diet Coke, diet sodas, and and all, you know, just not doing it in a healthy way because um, I just wanted to be thinner now. And um, what I realized now, that was a very high inflammatory diet. And you mix that with stress. And then your um, DNA makeup, and that's kind of caused, what all this is, is if you look up the word epigenetics, this is kind of what was happening is when you get into stress in an unhealthy eating pattern or whatever, um, then that can turn on your genetic makeup. And so Mm -hmm. I firmly believe that that turned on this autoimmune DNA that I had in my system and voila, we have multiple sclerosis. Mm. So, yeah, so I was diagnosed with that in 2000 after some tests and everything. Um, and I had a hunch. I was doing some research online. And, right, it, sometimes that's good and bad. depends on the source. And, yeah. <laughs> but I was, yeah, I was reading more about diet and all kinds of things. And I thought, you know what? I kind of feel like this is what the doctor's going to say, and sure enough, he did. Well, um, what I did was, I, you know, the first thing, and again, this is before I had all my schooling and everything, but my instinct was I asked him, well, what, can, you know, don't, it's scary, and so you want some way to control the situation. And I said, well, what food should I eat, and what should I not eat, and you know, I knew diet. I knew the diet drinks were not. I knew I had to get off of those. Mm-hmm. So the doctor basically said, "It, you know, really, what you're eating does not matter. You know, that doesn't have anything to do with it. Here are your four medications you can take. Um, you know." And I felt like he was like, "Good luck." And mm-hmm. me and my husband at the time, we were walking out to the parking lot after the car, and oh, I had this holy anger this holy anger, like, oh, no, no, no. I, mm. I said some choice words. I said, that's some hooey. Mm-hmm. And the next day, um, I took the kids, and we went to a bookstore 
in Strongsville, Ohio. That's where I was. And um, and I went to the, um, what do they call it, the disease section or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And I got a book out called The MS Diet by Dr. Swank. And I followed that almost to a T because I was just scared. And I had two little kids. I, mm. I needed to be there for them. And I'll tell you what, I changed my diet. Like, I did a 180. Mm. I, I went from diet soda to unsweetened iced tea because I didn't want, you know, I didn't want to put a bunch of sugar in my body either. And so I just did everything the book said. And here's one thing he said, which is, I knew it. He said, no red meat for the first year. Mm. And what was I doing? Right? Mm. Going haywire on that. So mm-hmm. uh, that that was just kind of the beginning of that. And whew, it could go on and on and on. But that diagnosis was, um, this happens a lot to people. You know, it's, it was my wake-up call. Yeah. And so I, what I try to do with my health coaching is I'm like, okay, guys, before you get to that point, let's not get to that point before you start taking care of your health. You know, mm-hmm. I think most of us know that I'm going down the wrong path, but, hey, my body seems to be doing okay. <laughs> and mm-hmm. sometimes it takes that wake-up call, unfortunately. And then you just have to kind of really swim uphill upstream to take care of your health or a lot of people just take a pill you know Mm -hmm. so yeah so there's there's a lot wrapped up in it but um and then through all kinds of you know dietary changes boundaries oh i just learned so much i got emotional healing through a church a new church i went to um, between changing my diet emotional healing spiritual healing Mm -hmm. um and physical healing about eight years later some words that I said in the laundry room one day I was a holy this holy anger rose up and I said you know what I am going to baffle the doctors one day and I meant it with every fiber of my being mm. didn't think about it before uh, after that eight years later a lot of things that happened I'm now divorced a lot of a lot of changes mm-hmm. I'm at a new church and I'll tell you what, eight years later, those words came to pass, and I was healed by the grace of God, Give him all the glory during water baptism, and it was confirmed by a doctor a month later, mm. and here I am. Wow. <laughs> wow. Praise God. Oh, my God. I'll tell you, there's so many things to the story, but... That is why I'm so passionate about helping people, not just with a diet, but in their spirits and souls, you know, mind, will, and emotions. Yeah. That's, I think, where we really get tripped up. Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. So you obviously see this as your calling, right? Yes. It's not just a, yes. It's just it's not it's not just your occupation. This is your calling right. and right. your you know this is what God has created you to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so mm-hmm. I think that's so important to stress that because I know a lot of 
you know, listeners that we, um, people that, women that may be listening that may be in that situation trying to figure out, okay, what what is it that, you know, I'm called to do? And a, and a lot of times it's it's something that, you know, that you've experienced or you, like you said, you, you had a holy anger about this, this whole thing. Like he was going, mm-hmm. your doctor was going to, you know, prescribe medicine and then call him in the morning, you know, what have you, that kind of thing. And so, yeah, um, yeah and, and so, I mean, I think it's so important, you know, to, to point, it, point that out because, uh, and I'm so glad that you shared that testimony, you know, with us, because I know that's yeah. going to encourage a lot of people. There's so much stuff that's going on these days. So, um, yeah. So thank you so much for that. So, yeah. Let me. Um, so, what are your thoughts? Because as we're talking about, uh, you know, career, and you know, the we're talking to women that's you know over fifty. Okay, and so right now, as we're recording this show right now, there's what they're calling the great resignation. And yeah. so what are your thoughts on that? What is, you know, what are your thoughts on that? I, I, I don't know. I've never heard it called that. I mean, I, I think this, this is like something that's happened before, uh, but this is my first time ever hearing of that term. But what are your thoughts on the great resignation? What are you, what are your thoughts about well, that? Yeah, I know. I honestly I had never heard the term either until recently. And it's something that me and a group of ladies have really been um talking about on Clubhouse and it's oh my gosh, there's just so much <laughs> so much conversation. Um my I actually experienced my great resignation three and a half years ago, um, just a, a quick little story there. Um, so I was in customer service for 11 years, and um, you can only do that that job for so long. It, yeah. It's stressful. It is, yeah. it is really stressful. And then um, you just need a change. Um, so I had, you know, been doing this health coaching for a few years on the side, and um, – God had been preparing me to quit. I mean, I knew I was never going to retire from there. It's an awesome, awesome company. I still send people their way for their products, but I just knew it wasn't my destiny to stay there and retire. Um, And so it was February 2018, and I'll never forget that week leading up to that Friday when God said, it's today. Mm. I thought, oh, my gosh. And mm. I, and he'd been preparing me for at least two-plus years. Single woman, um, a single woman, and I needed, we all need, we want the health insurance and all of that. And so I thought, oh, my gosh, here we go. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I remember walking into the to HR and just, I couldn't believe I, I it was like so surreal. I couldn't even believe I was doing it. <laughs> so, um but I just knew that if I did not do it that day, it, there was a reason why God wanted me to do it that day. And, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. we don't know. But um, I here's if anyone, this is just my, how I did it. I thought, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> so I said, okay, Lord. 
<laughs> okay, Lori, here's a, here's a test. And so I sat there. I had this beautiful office. And so anyway, I had a minute to sit there by myself. I closed my eyes, and I said, all right, you imagine yourself walking out that front door, and you did not do it. Mm. How do you feel? Mm. Oh, and I could mm. just, I felt it. I felt this. Oh, I can't, it's like I had just let my dad down. Like I yes. had just, I blew it. Like, mm. and so my son, I remember telling him that I did go through with it that day. <laughs> but he <laughs> said, Mom, that was regret. I said, yes. I mm. said, I would have felt, oh, the deep mm-hmm. heaviness of regret. So I thought that felt worse to me than doing what I had to do. Mm-hmm. So that was a confirmation for me. So anyway, so that was about three and a half years ago. Um, and it's been, hasn't been like super easy, but I just, when you're in the middle, when you know you're in the middle of God's will, then you know it's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, he, he supplies all your needs. And mm-hmm. so it's been this thing. So for me, I don't know if people now, after every, you know, oh gosh, just people getting laid off um, and saying, what, you know, what do I do now? Oh, I've always wanted to maybe start this business. Maybe this is my chance. Um, people getting just, I think a lot of it is people have been working from home and and now they see, oh, I can spend time with my family Mm -hmm. and still get work done. Mm -hmm. And my boss is still happy with my performance. Now maybe they have to go back in and they, they're like, no, I, I've realized what is really priority in my life. Yeah. Um, You know, it's different for everyone, but I think people are seeing that when the earth stood still, it seemed like, mm-hmm. and we were all shut in our homes or, you know, whatever, um, I think we, were, we all had time to pause and really reflect what's, most, what's a priority in our life, what's the most mm-hmm. important thing. Yeah. And, again, everyone has a different perspective, but I think, we just learn that there's just different ways to do things. Mm-hmm. There's different ways. There's different opportunities. Um, also, now that um, after quitting, I have had to, I guess, been forced to create, uh, tap into my creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had to do everything. I've had to learn marketing. Um, I've just, I've done, I've learned more tech skills than I ever thought I would even want to. Um, So it's really, it really has been pretty amazing. And I think you learn so much more about yourself. You learn resilience, but I think a lot of it is just overall, it's people have learned that there's different ways to get their job done and or different ways to earn a living that is are so it's so much more satisfying and yeah. it's impersonal does that mean meaningful mm-hmm. yeah 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 you know and you said so many things that made me think about um and 
like even you know with with COVID and and all that going that's going on, for me, it was. I know that it was tragic, you know, for a lot of people. There were a lot of, and I don't want to diminish, oh. you know, that. No. Um, but I can say for me, it was actually the best thing for for me and how I like to do life. Uh, it, because yeah. it was like now virtual is acceptable. It's like I've yeah. always wanted to yeah. do everything virtual. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so that was like the perfect opportunity you know, for uh, like whereas even like because I remember even before I I and this happened like right after um, we were at the retreat. So yeah, because things started, you know, it was right after, you know, right after that. But anyway, so I remember thinking, okay, I got to, you know, I want to be able to gather, you know, women, so I want to have networking events. So I was looking for places and locations yeah. and all this other kind of stuff. And to be honest with you, I was like, I hated it. And it's not that mm-hmm. I don't like people because I'm mm-hmm. really a, I'm a hugger. I love hugging oh, people. Oh, yes, you, you are. Know? Yes. <laughs> and so... So it wasn't that, but, you know, the travel and then, you know, people, you know, the traffic. and It was all of that other stuff Mm -hmm. that came along, you know, with that. And so then Mm -hmm. when, you know, when COVID hit, yeah. And so it was like, okay, now this is more acceptable. And so now it's like if if I'm going to have a meeting, oh, it's going to be virtual. It's it's like it's not optional. Yeah. So, yeah. and so I was really, for me, it was like, it was things that was, you know, now it's, it's, it's the norm rather than, you know, um, the other way, you know what I'm saying? So I that for me was, 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 right. you know, the best thing for me. And then the other thing that I, um, <clears throat> Because I was having this discussion with one of one of my friends. This was like last year or something. And this is my take on the church. So, uh, you know, because my friend, you know, she was saying, well, you know, you know, we we definitely need to get back to meeting in person because, uh, you know, people are just losing, you know, the 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 closeness of meeting in person and, you know, and that type of thing. And Mm -hmm. my take on the whole, you know, virtual, you know, meeting online thing was that I believe the whole COVID thing was kind of like a kingdom reset. And Mm -hmm. in that reset, as far as the church is concerned, now there, there are people who might, uh, might not have ever set foot in a church building oh. that can now experience the you know worship virtually, whereas before they may not have been able to uh, do so for you know whatever reason. I mean, whether they are mm-hmm. sick or whether mm-hmm. you know this distance is a problem, you know, all kinds of reasons. And so I I felt like this kingdom reset was. There was good and bad. Yes, there was a lot of, you know, death and, you know, there's a lot of sickness, you know, things like that that's going on. But during 
times like this, you know, he, God never promised us that that, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> well, I just thought of this too. Um, you know what it, it also did, and we've been, we've been back in person for a long, long time, which is great because it's 15 minutes from me, my mm-hmm. church. But what, what it also, I thought of a couple things is, um, so a lot of churches, you know, now have both. Mm-hmm. And so um, it will also help the reach of the church. You know, mm-hmm. anyone from anywhere in the world can now view your church. Mm-hmm. And two, um, you know, it reaches the nations. And second, if you have been, if you have church hurt, which a lot of people have that, you know, they've been hurt by people in the church and maybe mm-hmm. they're, um, they're like, I don't know if I, they're nervous to just mm-hmm. to step foot in a church, which I yeah. would understand. This way they can participate and get a feel for the message in the congregation, in the music, yes. before maybe saying, I think this is a safe enough place for me to try to go back, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I see, I didn't think of that before, but... Um, there's something good that always, you know, always comes Absolutely. out of out of things like this. Yeah, Absolutely. that's a great point. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's 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 interesting you said you said that about church hurt, uh, because I the previous uh, interview that I just did, the guest that I had on actually does uh, faith deconstruction where she. Uh, deals with people who have gone through church hurt. Oh wow! Isn't that something? Isn't that interesting? Yes. Uh, and so, yeah. So that's what she does. She, you know, she is a faith deconstruction coach, and so, um, and so she, you know, talks with people, you know, um, that you know, toxic religion and things like that. That's what she deals with. And so it was so funny that you said that. I was like, I just talked to someone, you know, and I, and I said, I was like, you are so needed right now. I mean, I'm sure that, you know, they're just blowing your doors down, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it was really fascinating, you know, having that conversation. Um, Mm -hmm. What do you love about your business and is there anything that you dislike about your business and then answer you know the question about you know some tips you know in terms of business oh sure sure well I um, you know yeah like I was saying um, there's nothing better than seeing a life transformed uh, right before your eyes someone's life transformed and also um, a, a few folks too their marriages have gotten stronger because of their health journey wow. um, in a lot of different ways. Um, being more open, <laughs> I remember um, one of my clients saying uh, she all of a sudden is more open to like trying salmon and some healthier foods that her husband was always trying to make. And she was like, oh, I don't, you know. And so mm-hmm. he said, you want to try salmon? You know, and uh, he said, this could change our relationship. And so just even little things like that, he's like, wow, she'll enjoy what I cook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just hearing that, just, oh, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is the best thing ever. And the things um, with coaching, any co- any type of coach out there would understand this. Um, 
the the thing that is probably the most frustrating is and I don't get this much at all but there have been times when um, you know you're really when you want for your client to succeed more than they do or more uh, you're putting in more effort than they are mm, that's, yeah I'm like uh, that's probably the most frustrating thing mm. I would say yeah, uh, yeah to coaching in general that's business coaching that's anything life coaching mm-hmm. whatever you do so that's mm-hmm. and uh, I always say coaches need coaches Absolutely. so <laughs> we all need each <laughs> other to make sure we're we're okay and healthy mentally and all of that so um, I would say that's probably just the toughest thing. Yeah, yeah, I, and yeah. I would agree. Yeah, in in terms mm-hmm. of a business, you know, a business tip, you know, uh, that we it, it's like preachers need preachers over them. You know, they need uh, yeah. mentors. Coaches need someone yeah. coaching them. And so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So as a if 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 you are one that is that doesn't see the value in having a coach, yeah. then you are probably not going to be a good coach. <laughs> you right. Know? Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And I Go think ahead. maybe, oh, well, I think a lot of times people, um, let's see, they don't understand what we do. Yeah. You know, like how, what does a coach really do and why would they charge, you know, a few hundred dollars for that service? You know, what, what is my, what do I get out of that? And um, so when you do see transformation in your life, I just, that's your health is priceless. Absolutely. you, You can't put a price on it. That's right. I don't know about you, especially when, the coaching industry first kind of, you know, surfaced, mm-hmm. it was really hard to uh, to uh, put any kind of, because now, I mean, coaching is like second, a, a second language, you know, it's like, not a yeah. second language, but, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah. more. And it's acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and so, but before, I remember when I first started, you know, getting into coaching and thinking about it and started, it was even before I had my organizing business. Well, right after my organizing business because I wanted to kind of transition and pivot into, you know, the coaching space. But I had actually heard about it prior to that. And so I remember, like, one of my first clients, and it was because I did not understand myself what I was supposed to do yeah. as a coach. <laughs> yes. And yeah. so I had a client that uh, it actually started tur- turning into problems. Like you were just talking about, you know, people who want, who they have got to want the transformation more yeah. than you do. You can't want it more than them. And no, so what work. was happening was it turned out to be therapy sessions we were meeting on a weekly basis. She was bringing all of these problems. And I remember starting to feel the overwhelm. I was like, this is, this can't be coaching. (laughs) 
And yeah, so right. obviously, and I didn't tell her that, but we had to, you know, end it because she wasn't going to see transformation because she kept bringing right. uh, problems to the to the she, call. She yeah. She wasn't ready to move forward. Mm-mm. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so it was like, you know, they were they were counseling sessions. And so I'm like, I'm right. not a counselor. I'm not equipped for this. And so right. I, I would say, you know, if, if anyone that's listening to this call is considering being a coach, first understand what it is a coach does. And that is mm-hmm. not to bring the all of the answers. It's to help right. pull out what's already in them and help them right. to realize, you know, what's already there. Right. And so, um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't understand that, you know, when I first started coaching. Oh my gosh, it was a journey. Oh my gosh. So it, it really is. It mm-hmm. it it. Your first few people, it really is um, a a trial and error. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it mm-hmm. really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everyone, and everyone, even years to come, is just gonna. It's always different. Yeah. Each person brings a yeah a different. And each group I have led is has a personality, kind of like um, you know classrooms at mm-hmm. in schools. Don't you? I feel like they they have the, a personality of their own. Mm, even uh, just like teachers are like, I can't wait for this class to move on to the next, (laughs) the next grade. Right. (laughs) And then the next year you may have just the the class. That's just the dream. (laughs) Right. Uh, So I know you do group, group coaching, you do one-on-one coaching and you have corporate clients. Oh, sure. Sure. So that this is airing. I know a couple months later, um, so yeah, I do, um, I do offer some limited spaces for one-on-one coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the groups, the, the one-on-one coaching is usually it's three or six months, okay. um, because really three months is really the minimum to start, um, seeing a change and really it gives you time to establish new healthy habits, yeah. you know, it's. It takes some time to undo and then learn new, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have six-week groups that I run uh, three, four times a year. Those are, those are a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. that, that's great for people who want the community. Um, it's a little, you know, it's a different price point, sure. you know, um, and it's just a lot of fun, you know. We mm-hmm. do, we do. It's it's consistent community, you know. Mm-hmm. For the for the six weeks, uh, we do group coaching calls once a week and that kind of thing. That's been fun. Um, so I I run those um, usually different times of the year. Um, if this this is airing in February 2022, um, you might I will be doing a sugar shakedown. Ooh. Um, as, yes, as a group right around there. And so um, if you're interested in anything like that, you can contact me. We'll probably do that at the end. But um, And then Corporate Wellness has, um, yeah, I offer that to small to medium-sized companies that um, 
they may be small enough that they don't have a program in, in place yet. And I am able to pivot and customize, um, you know, as much as they want or as little as they want. So that's the really nice thing about um, being flexible in that way. Yeah. And then, yeah, the thing that is ongoing all year um, that's a B2C, business to, you know, uh, consumer mm-hmm. for my clients is um, my spirit, soul, body. It's called Healthy You Spirit, mm-hmm. Soul, Body Community. And that is housed in its own app. Um, it's off of Facebook. It's not a Facebook group, but the platform acts like a Facebook group. You can post pictures, comments. I can go live now. They just added this feature. Um, it is so much fun. And when you're trying to, um, you know, go from hurting to wholeness and that kind of thing, social media is probably one of the least things you need <laughs> yes. to stay on. Or, mm-hmm. you know, that's why I God really wanted me to get this thing off of Facebook, and I think that's why, because once you open it to get into the group, oh, here we go. You know, mm-hmm. I'm getting all these notifications. And so um, it's housed off of social media. It's a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. We dive in um, a little deeper. There's a lot of fun posts. There's some more serious ones. We get into scripture. Um, and then eventually there's going to be um, an, a spinoff of that. Uh, the Spirit Soul Body Community is free for anyone that's interested. Okay. And then there'll be a little a spinoff where if if people in that group want to go deeper, uh, there's a membership group, uh, not very much a month, but it's just enough to um, there's monthly coaching calls to get a little more personal help. I'll have um, monthly guest speakers on there mm, for um, when you talk about spirit soul body, we're talking even. Like you were saying earlier, Aldrima, your wealth, uh, your what is the health mm-hmm. of your finances? That causes so much stress, mm-hmm. which then affects your body, right? Yes. Um, we're, I'm going to have people talking about healthy relationships, uh, all kinds of things, because your soul is your mind, will, and emotions, and all areas of your life affects that, and then yes. it affects your health. So. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a really, really excited about that group, offering yeah. that to churches and things like that as well. So, oh, wow. Yeah. That's exciting. That's really exciting. Yeah. And for everybody listening, Aldrima does give the best hugs, I will say. <laughs> but, yeah, thank you so much, Lori. Um... Hi, this is Aldrima Harper, and thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope you got value for where you are in your entrepreneurial endeavor. And if you'd like to know more about how I can further serve you, simply go to CoachDreamer.com. Again, that's CoachDreamer.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Have an amazing day.